morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Today is Monday, July 18th, and you are listening to Rocket City Lift. everyone, welcome to Rocket City Lift. I'm Tara Bulger. And I'm Brett Goodman. And we come to you three times a week and try to bring a bit of a spiritual lift to your day. We're going to look at the words from the ending of John's Gospel today. But before we do that, let's begin with prayer. Let us pray. Lord God, we ask that in our questions and in our doubts that you would meet us. We ask that we would have the confidence to bring before you our confusion and our unknowns because we know that you are a God who welcomes us, whatever part we are. May we confess exactly where we are and know your mercy and grace anew. We pray this all in your name. Amen. Amen. Our reading today is from the 20th chapter of John's Gospel, verses 19 through 31. When it was evening on that day, the first day of the week, and the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After he said this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he said, had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, you, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. But Thomas, who was called the twin, one of the twelve, was not with them when Jesus came. So the others, the disciples, told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the mark of the nails in his hands, and put my finger in the mark of the nails, and my hand in his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were again in the house, and Thomas was with them. Although the doors were shut, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here and see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it in my side. Do not doubt, but believe. Thomas answered him, My Lord and my God. Jesus said to him, Have you believed because you've seen me? Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have come to believe. Now Jesus did many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not written in this book. But these are written so that you may come to believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that through believing you may have life in his name. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to to God. God. Tara, how are you? How was your weekend? And what's the last best thing you've seen in the church? So I know I had a good weekend because I don't remember it. I love a weekend where nothing really of note happens. Um, And I am not preaching this week, so um, I've gotten to visit a lot of our church members, and it's just my favorite thing. I just had coffee with someone, and 
Um, I get to do another visit this afternoon, and that's really, people are the best part of the church. Hmm. So, what about you? Uh, yeah, I don't want to repeat exactly what you said, uh, but yeah, I don't remember anything I did this weekend, uh, which again, probably a decent one. Uh, and whenever we have uh, a funeral or memorial service and we have this incredible bereavement committee who comes and just takes care of that necessity of so a family can eat together and yeah. not have to worry. For me, just every single time, I've probably said that several times on the podcast, but just, I don't know, just seeing them all work, it just makes me so happy. I think for you and I, who are such a visible part of the church, it's so encouraging to see people who do all this stuff behind the scenes and like, I don't know, that just feels like, I mean, the Lord's work, right? Yeah. To do this really lovely act of service out of love for another person. Absolutely. Um, you know, I think this is the first podcast that we've done where neither one of us is preaching on the text. Whoop, whoop. So, Although by the time you hear this, we will be preaching that next Sunday. That's but true. yes, that's neither true. of us are preaching on this. So it's probably going to be a train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> uh, to, our, to our discussion. So yeah, let's get right uh, so to yeah, that. Let's, let's do it. <laughs> Please keep listening. Um, what do you make of Jesus' greeting of peace? And then he immediately shows the disciples his wounds. So when I was reading this this time, let me back up and say, um, Jesus, this is a re- his first resurrection appearance to the disciples in John's gospel. And I've always read this as peace be with you is like just a way to greet them. You know, hey guys, peace be with you. Yeah. And then... Peace, brother. (laughs) Yeah, and then I've always read him showing the wounds as proof that it's actually him. Mm -hmm. But when I was reading it this time, getting ready for this, um, I was really struck by Jesus wishing them peace. And then in showing them wounds... I feel like it's a reminder that that's where we get our peace from. That of all the things that can make us anxious and of all the things that can worry or frighten us, there is peace to be found in the fact that our Lord suffered, but also that our Lord was resurrected and lives. Um, That that's really where our peace comes from. I think the knowledge of Jesus truly being in the world um, and truly understanding any suffering that I might go through, that does give me peace. And so I didn't just read it as kind of like this prologue to get to Doubting Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of struck me this time. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think it's also just kind of um, in some ways a, a paradigm for us and that, you know, I think part of, part of, the Christian faith is being vulnerable with each other, of, of sharing our past scars and our wounds and our hurts, um, not in a way to um, build oneself up, but in order to encourage. Uh, and in order to do that, there needs to be uh, a peace before going into sharing that, um, that Jesus offers uh, and represents that when we go into to sharing our wounds with another, it's not just something at least me, I hate doing that. Uh, I need some sort of peace before sharing uh, something vulnerable. Um, and as you said, I think there is one source that that comes from, and that's in Jesus Christ, who uh, who has 
gone through suffering, who knows suffering, uh, and then resides both in the places where we share our wounds, where we receive our wounds, and where we heal in our wounds. Yeah, I was also struck that immediately after that, he tells them to receive the Holy Spirit. And then he says, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. And it occurred to me that on my dying day, I would rather look back and know that I had forgiven everyone that I needed to rather than, you know, look back and um, feel like there were places where I needed to be forgiven. Mm. I, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah. I would rather go to my dying day knowing that I may not have gotten the forgiveness that was due or needed, but being absolutely sure that I had forgiven all the people who needed it for me. Mm. Um, and so I do, and that's peace, right? Yeah. And that's only possible with the Holy Spirit, which He is giving them. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I've preached on this many times, and I think I've always moved to Thomas, um, but this first, that first bit is just really rich. Absolutely. And, and that's what I think is also really neat. You know, I think I think I was thinking about it when I was reading it. We, since I've been here, which has not been that long, we've probably, I think we've preached on it two or three times. And now this is the third or fourth time just in two years. Uh, and as you said, you know, as you're preparing and, and reading that the Spirit has illuminated something new. Uh, and, and the third or fourth time we've studied this in the past two years that 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 God has revealed something new about God's self that transforms our lives. And I think that is just a wonderful view of Scripture. Uh, Every time we come to it with an expectation that the Spirit's going to reveal something new. Mm. So with that, we're going to end with a quote from St. Fred Rogers, (laughs) who has said, When I say it's you I like, I'm talking about that part of you that knows that life is far more than anything you can ever see or hear or touch. That deep part of you that allows you to stand for those things without which humankind cannot survive. Love that conquers hate, peace that rises triumphant over war, and justice that proves more powerful than greed. Thank you all for being with us. We hope you will be back again on Wednesday as we look at a passage from Numbers. But now may each of you go out to love and to serve, to be well, to care for yourselves and others, knowing that the grace and love of God is ever upon you. Amen. Amen.